Hello, everyone. It's Gregor from A19 Consulting. And this podcast covers the difference between incident, problem, and service requests. So in the ITIL world, quite a few years ago, there was this distinction between incident, problem, and service request. Now to back up a little further, you know, a decade or two ago, you just had help desk tickets. And granted, there are still some organizations now that just have help desk tickets. Um, but, you know, that's kind of an old way of doing things. And you basically had a help desk ticket and you said, okay, let's classify it. It's a, a request for new hardware. It's a move ad change request. It is a an error message. So something's broken. Um, or it's a, a major problem, right? Uh, and then, of course, you have change requests as well. And, you know, that's another another type of request. And the reason I didn't mention it right off the bat is because change requests are kind of a beast of their own, where incident and problem are pretty straightforward. Service requests have some underlying workflows, and then change requests is a different ballpark altogether. But it's important that we cover them here as well. So let's talk about what the differences are, and then I'll talk about how they are the architecture is set up in Ivanti Service Manager and why, what the history is behind that. So first of all, an incident is a break fix. It's for issues where something was working but stopped working like a single unplanned event that causes a service disruption. That's pretty straightforward, right? A user calls in, ring, ring, and oops, you know, I have an error message. Whereas service request is used for requesting a new service or changes to an existing service. For example, new access request, change of access request, new hardware request, new employee request, that's a biggie, right? And then there are problem records. So those are somewhat new to some organizations still now. Um, but basically, it's, they're used when a cause or potential cause of one or more incidents have been identified. Now, an incident is usually a single unplanned event. A problem can cause a single or multiple incidents. And it can also be proactive, right? And to give you an example, for example, if the Wi-Fi goes down in the boardroom once, that's an incident, okay? If we need to install Wi-Fi or make changes to the Wi-Fi configuration, that's a service request, okay? If the Wi-Fi in the boardroom goes down every Friday at lunchtime, that is a problem record. Problems can also be potential causes, so preventative, where you spot an issue. For example, you notice that staff unplug the router in the boardroom, the Wi-Fi router, when they need an extra power outlet, right, for their, for whatever reason, right? So are they all the same? No, they're very different, right? And especially when it comes to reporting and metrics because they're perceived differently by senior management and executives. 
and incidents, for example, weigh negatively, okay, on the service desk or IT, right? Because something is broken. Uh, and service requests are perceived as adding value, like all hail to IT, we're adding value, we're changing things, we're getting things done, we're enabling the business, right? So it's very important to differentiate between the two. And, you know, then there's also change requests. So change requests are kind of like service requests. They can be confusing, right? But really service requests are for the end user community. Okay, this is the customer being uh, uh, an employee in the accounting department requesting a new monitor, requesting new access, whereas a change request is typically on a higher level, on an infrastructure level that has to be approved by the change advisory board and requires planning. It requires downtime typically or may implicate down implicate downtime or may need to be done and usually has to be done after hours or on weekends or it could be major upgrades um, and there's different types of changes there's your standard changes pre-approved changes minor major changes emergency changes and i used to be a change manager back in the day as well and it is an important aspect there's still a lot of companies out there that don't have a very good change management process, or if they do, they're not really following it. And that's a discussion for another day, um, but it is imperative that you have a change management process and you look at change requests. Now, let's talk about Ivanti Service Manager. So Ivanti Service Manager, prior to the Ivanti acquisition was front range and prior to that was heat software and prior to that it was I think been data so you know it goes back quite a ways and heat has gone through a lot of different iterations and improvements and about 10 years ago heat ITSM surfaced and that's where the distinction was made and the reason why there's different workspaces for incident and service requests and problem and change requests is because of the underlying workflows. Incidents are pretty straightforward. It's really, this is really where the heart of the service desk takes place. This is where you're logging tickets, assigning first level, second level staff. This is where you have your service level agreements typically and the other ticket types do as well, but this is usually 80% of the time where 80% of the work gets done. Now there is exceptions, there's companies that are, that are strictly using service requests or changes and then release management as well, which is a, a step up from changes where you're basically grouping changes together and, and, and dealing with managing the release as to when certain release will be rolled out and what changes are within that so but let's go back to Ivanti service manager so you've got incidents this is where there's a lot of interaction by the service desk 
pretty fit, safe, safe to say that the service desk owns the incident workspace and may assign second level or third level support that's outside of the service desk and typically still oversees the completion of an incident. But that may vary, and that's a discussion for another day as well. And then service requests are unique in that they can actually be fully automated and they have workflows underneath the service desk or the service request. So, and the service desk may not even be involved in the service requests or only in specific service requests. And you have individual service requests with their individual service level agreements. For example, a new employee has a very complicated workflow that involves HR and service level agreements that are quite different from requesting a new distribution list, right? And the workflow for the two of them, it will be very different. You'll have approvals for any HR type of requests. You'll, and for a distribution list change, you know, that's gets assigned to someone in second or third level support in, in network infrastructure, wherever, and they make that change, right? So, and then there's no need to get the service desk involved. The customer logs that service request. Obviously, if you're phoning your service, re, re, you know, their service desk now to log that, then you probably want to give me a call because I can help you automate that and, and, and get your self-service portal up so customers can log in themselves and choose based on their security rights, what's available to them, what they can log. And they could, it's fully automated that an end user, a customer logs in, says, okay, I want to make changes to distribution list. I want to, you know, change my access rights. I want to do X, Y, Z. And then they go in, pick it. Uh, the system automatically launches the workflow with that service request and then assigns it to the appropriate team or teams. And when that team is done with a service request, the service request is automatically fulfilled and then closed and it's automated, right? The service desk does not get involved. Now, let's look at problem records. Problem records is where you have someone a problem manager that typically handles that aspect. And it's a very simple interface um, that's not as complicated as incidents. And, um, you know, that's why it's in a separate workspace as well. Service requests are in a different workspace because you have underwearing work workflows. And then change requests are in a league of their own as well because, guess what? there is a very complicated workflow underneath change requests that identifies, okay, if it's a standard or pre-approved change, it doesn't need cab approval, but it needs to show up on the weekly cab report. It needs to be visible in the announcements, right? And then you can tie any change requests into change notifications, which is another interesting subject and complicated setup, but it replaces what you're doing now manually or with another tool to send out notifications so you can manage that aspect, which really ties into your major minor outages, emergencies, 
and those have different workflows as well as who gets involved you know when does the change advisory board gets involved when does management get involved is there a minor major change committee who's on the emergency change board and so on and not only that but what information are we tracking for example you do a risk assessment for changes right so you know when a change comes in and we want to turn off a particular server well the change of that the the, the, the risk of something being impacted is quite high or if you're upgrading major hardware major software um, you're moving a database server there's a lot of moving parts there and a lot of analysis where the department heads or team leaders of the various departments or teams involved need to meet and that's what the change advisory board is for as well and that's a discussion for another day i want to keep it simple today so in summary incidents problems service requests changes are not all one and the same uh, and in the old days you had just a ticket that was classified now we have a lot more workflows and automation and and reporting and and reasons for separating them that will allow us to better track and take ownership of the different types of tickets incidents are typically owned by service desk problems are typically owned by a problem manager that assigns a particular second third level support team service requests ownership varies on the type of request and then changes are owned by a cabinet change manager and have even more moving parts and vary based on the type of change and impacted systems or software or entities fill in the blank thanks for tuning in and happy ticket logging